Hey there, folks. I am Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. I am here in Los Angeles with a couple of American comics. This is the morning of local milk people. Now, by the time this thing uh, actually makes it to uh, to your favorite podcatcher, there will have been 18 other humiliations. Let's take a moment. <laughs> Let's savor local milk people. That'll already be retro by the time this thing goes out. I'll, I'll have already gone to a trivia night and called my team local milk people. You're listening to International Waters. Playing for the country that has actual arguments about whether the cream or the jam goes on a scone first, it's stand-up and winner of the BAFTA Rowcliffe Comedy Writer Award, Andrea Hubert. Hello. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Hi. Did I say that right? Did it, it, is it the BAFTA Rowcliffe? It, it's it's Rockcliffe, but if you're my mom, she just leaves out the second bit and she just calls it a BAFTA, oh. which I think is very <laughs> sweet. I think that's nice. So as far as she's concerned, that's... it was like a, a, a writing award. Was there a guy called BAFTA Rockcliffe? Do, do you know what? I think it's two different guys. I think it's one guy who's part of BAFTA, and then there's this Rockcliffe oh, okay. guy who's like, I want to be friends. But no, it was, a, it was actually a, a, a writing award thing run by them, and um, if you pop it on a flyer, it makes people come to your show. Uh, yeah, that's me pretending that's not to be proud yeah. of myself. BAFTA Rockcliffe. Very British. Uh, no, 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 don't, please don't talk about credits. I love it. BAFTA winner. Andrew yeah, Hubert, sure, let's welcome. Just, let's, just, let's just leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. No more questions. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. BAFTA winner. Thank you. This Thank is, you. This is you. Your presence on this show makes it a BAFTA award-winning podcast. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for being here. You wait. To, yeah. Like we'll we'll see. Also playing for Team UK from John Finnamore's souvenir program. It's Simon Ooh. Kane. Welcome uh, back, Simon. Thank you very much. Very nice to be back. I wish I'd done more of. A, I wish I put some awards on my um, intro now. I haven't won any, but yeah, I you mean, know, it's well, too late I mean, now. Listen, <laughs> maybe I'll get a BAFTA <laughs> rock clip. Nobody's going to check. <laughs> oh yeah, that's nobody's going to check. Yeah. Oh, so God, true. Yeah. <laughs> Post fact. What was that? Exactly. All that stuff about milk, local milk. Is that what you were talking it about? It felt like an advertorial. Okay. I can't okay. Really tell. So the president <laughs> of these United States, uh, the the transcripts of his conversations with the uh, the president of Mexico and the prime minister. I think it's they call it the prime minister in Australia, right? Yeah. Uh, he talked about these refugees that uh, the Obama administration had agreed to take in from Australia, who'd been living in a refugee camp there, and he said they're probably bad dudes. They're not going to come and be the local milk people. <laughs> Which I don't know what the fuck local milk people are. I don't know how they differ from regional milk people. I don't. I just don't understand what world he lives in. And each new thing that leaks, makes I really us more try and keep up. And more oh my god! Uh, yeah. Okay, I yeah. think that's no, bizarre can't. because that's like, did you guys ever have a milkman? Because we had milkmen yeah, we in have... the UK, but I, I no. thought you guys just got your milk from the store. Yeah. So yeah, Even Sesame Street. Yeah, I think maybe in 1952 there were milk people. There were local milk people. Yeah. Hmm. Now, you had an ice man, but you had, like, <laughs> someone who brought ice round, which was very glamorous for Britain. We didn't have people yeah. bringing around ice. No. And no, having huge four-hour plays. But we will. Them. Soon enough, we'll regress to 50 years ago. Uh, Team UK, I'm going to need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation. Have you come up with anything? Yeah, I did. I have oh, yeah. two. I have either broken or, <laughs> right. or um, another favorite, your mum, which I oh, quite uh, enjoy. Uh, which she showed me on a phone. 
She showed me your oh, phone just sorry, the words was... broken and your mum. I was showing And I couldn't understand why she was showing me this message. I thought that I was showing him um, the name of our team. I like your mum. I, I that up explains with... the yeah. expression you gave <laughs> yeah. me. Oh, my God. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was so the message you received. So which one do you like? I, I prefer your mum. I'd also, in, in honour of Dunkirk, I'd come up with bye, but I don't know. Uh, your mum I like. I like your mum. Thank you very much. Okay, Let's go no with problem. your mum. We're going to go yeah. with your mum. Yeah. Your mum is so charming. Mm-hmm. It's it's working here in the, in the states. I can tell you that it's putting smiles on all our faces. <laughs> with a U. It's with a U. Please yeah. don't say it your way. Thanks. Your mum. Yeah. No. Wouldn't dream of it. All right. Moving on. Playing for the nation. Where in the future everyone will be White House communications director for fifteen minutes from Chuck and Tangerine Scott Krinsky. Hello. Welcome. Hey. Thank you. Oh, you've worked on so many great things. Thank you so much. Why are you yeah, here? I think I like that you think they're great. <laughs> I do. Um. Yeah, because I got you know, I got I got some spare time, and I just I just want to hang out with you people. I love it. I love hanging out with Brits. I got a lot of British friends here. That's great. That's great. Maybe you'll make a couple more today. Yeah, and then you'll have to destroy them, and then they can put me up when I come to visit. You're just gonna have to. Absolutely, beat them. we've definitely got a sofa that is not disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How was your experience on Tangerine? I love that. Movie. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. It has to have been. I only worked one day, yeah. and I never would have imagined that it was going to be this. Very cool film. Oh, was, yeah, What a great film. If you haven't seen Tangerine, see it. <clears throat> uh, also playing for Team U.S. from Conan and the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, stand-up comedian Maggie May. Hey. You're on your way to Edinburgh. Yeah. How exciting. I'm so excited. I've never flown out of the country. So. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, any any uh, words of wisdom from, uh, from Edinburgh uh, vets out there in the U.K.? Ooh. Like, dress for hot weather, dress for really cold weather. Um, um, I, I mean, there's so much advice, but um, I, I just say just try and keep mentally well because everything around you will conspire to oh, make don't that do not. That. No, I mean, you, if that's your, yeah, if you, if you need to do that, but otherwise it's a very good place to go mad. Oh, yeah, that's I so mean, true. Uh-huh. No, he has a point. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? If no advice. If you need a month of going out. mad, that is a very, very good place to go. All I meant was sure. just, like, you know, go running or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's not mentally. Oh, I guess that is mentally. Well. I guess it's all the we, we've been, part of the body, We're having a bit of a civil war over here. I'm not sure how this is going to work, but we'll right, see. Okay. We'll be all right. I'm not going to Edinburgh. I missed it. I'll tell you, Maggie's <laughs> writing that down. Yeah. So you've given her yeah, some yeah. good advice. Go running, eat vegetables, counsel. and you What's, know, be nice to people. Is it the, the, the National Museum yeah. of Scotland's there? I've been there like 15 years, and then the last year I finally went to the huge museum that's it's, in the middle, and it's really good. It's got all the stuff that the warriors held, the Celtic warriors had. I've actually got, yeah, I think that's true because you probably see, one thing I would say is if you're having a day off, don't take any other gigs. Just have a day off because you will need it and it will be lovely. There you go. There you go. There you go. Cool, yeah. Okay. Can do. Feel good? Feel ready? (laughs) That sounds good, yeah. All right. All right. Are you ready to vanquish Team UK? I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, first things first, let's give us us your buzz in word. Uh, My buzz in word was, it's a hyphenated one. It's fear mongered. Mm. (laughs) Nice. Love it with a with a hyphen and maybe a, an uh, an apostrophe where the e would be fear mongered like punked <laughs> fear monger red yeah yeah uh, what do you think you um, I like it I had uh, written down collusion mm. the collusioners collusioners now now me and Maggie are colluding against these Brits it's mm-hmm. true that's true. I'm going to go with fear mongered. I, I like, like fear mongered. I like that. Yeah, yeah. it, it just I'm feels right to me. Right now, Thanks. feels right to me. Fear mongered <laughs> versus your mum. <laughs> good. I like the apostrophe. I'd never yeah. noticed the apostrophe in punked makes it sounds like it's Shakespearean. Yeah. If you put the e in, you go. You've been yeah. punked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Punked. Yeah. We have to put the apostrophe in, in case Shakespeareans are watching this and think it's punked. No. Okay. Uh, 
uh, Ashton is up there with the uh, with the, the great bards of our time. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up that we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, think about this fact. The Donald Trump presidency began just over seven months ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's not funny. That's just wrong. That's wrong and awful. Has that intro become yeah. easier and easier? Is a series of, if you can't think of funny but wrong, just think of Ugh. everything. Every, just, just... Yeah. Just go outside and yeah. feast your eyes yeah. on literally anything. Yeah. And practice does not make perfect. No, it does not. not it does not at all. Buzz in with your buzz in words. When you know the answer, question number one, <clears throat> terrible point break remake news. Italian police arrested a pair of brothers who were suspected of robbing a series of cash machines in the city of Turin in north, er, northern Italy. But rather than ski masks, what kind of mask did the brothers Your wear? mom, sh- uh, shrouds. No, I was going to go with shrouds, my own self. But no, you're uh, oh, incorrect. Is that a guess? That yeah. was very that was, a, that was a guess. Okay. It was a guess. It was a oh, pun right. and a guess. So I'm trying to be super schema. British. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. So, but wrong, Turin right? in shrouds. That makes sense. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> incorrect. Yeah, no. Can't accept it. Team US? What kind of masks? Were they wearing Nixon masks? No. No, but you're warmer. Let's, let's, each team can try again. No, no like uh, dead presidents. No, sadly, alive presidents. Okay. Um, oh, alive presidents. Uh, okay. Oh, Trump. Uh, your mum, Trump masks. Mm-hmm. You know, I shouldn't give you the points after that many guesses. Not <laughs> really. Just Not really. Generous today. It was Donald Trump masks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also painted their car white in an effort to disguise it from the police, uh, based on having seen the Bruce Willis assassin movie, The Jackal, which means we now have uh, two confirmed people who have seen The Jackal. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to question number two. Place name news on uh, August 9th. 2012, the Scottish village of Dull twinned with the Oregon farming town Boring, uh, a date now officially actually known as Boring and Dull Day, uh, stealing the title from the 27th of December. The two places are now looking to twin <laughs> with which Australian New South Wales county? They're going to make it another uh, sister city of Boring and Dull. Um, oh, God. Maybe, maybe just... Your mom. Fear-mongering. Uh, uh, they got in just we by a nose. Me. UK. Ennui. Oh. You're, you're close. U.S. Sad. Incorrect. The answer is Bland. Mm-hmm. The mayor of Bland is bringing a delegation to Dull to strengthen links between the communities. It's a relief to get some Bland, Dull, and Boring news. It's like a it. really boring Game of Thrones thing. <laughs> oh, I know. Like they're, they're doing all these alliances. All these alliances and no one For a show with that much sex and beheading, I can't stay awake for a whole episode. <laughs> oh. is, is it kind of dull this season or is it just me? I haven't started it. I mean, okay. I can't yeah. hear what I want to read the books first. There's a lot to get into. We got to get those dragons back out there. It's not yeah. enough apostrophe. Got to get them in action. You, you you put a dragon on the table in Act One. Yeah, it's got to go off in Act Three. <laughs> I would watch yeah. it if it was just dragons. Yeah, like the show was just seeing what the dragons were up to. Like dinosaurs. I feel like, like there a... is some fantasy that's just that. Like other shows that yeah. are just dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think forty percent of fantasy novels are just dragons. Bonus point for that question, and this is this is going to liven the whole situation up. What is the most dull and boring thing you have ever done? I, and I'm not just talking about waiting for something without a, a, an iPhone to look at. I'm looking for the very essence. Oh, God, boredom. Um, have you have you scaled those heights, Team UK or Team US? I know I worked on a road crew for a whole summer, and I watched soap operas on a on a Watchman, and I did uh, uh, crossword puzzles oh, and made twelve bucks an hour. Yep. I shadowed a like a drugstore pharmacist for a day, mm. 
and it was the most excruciatingly boring. Like, they don't even count the pills. They no. just, like, they don't even double count them. They're just like, okay, the, the farm pharmacy yeah. technician does all of the work, and then they just kind of, like, they, look at the pills and nod pills. and just give it. Yeah, like, and they give people consults, and you can go online and get the same con- It's just so boring. You just stand around and do nothing. That sounds. And make, like. 120 grand a year. That sounds... Like a dream job, frankly. (laughs) Like an absolute dream job. Like at the tail end, though, you hooked me in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Team UK, how about you? Um, I used to work in a chocolate packing factory after school, and around Christmas I was packing these tiny little foil Santas into, like, tiny fluffy turkeys for hours and hours and hours, and we weren't allowed the radio, and we weren't really supposed to talk, so it was just that. Just hours of packing chocolate. So you were physically bored. Physically bored. Physically bored. bored It was the worst thing that's ever happened. And then also they paid you by piece, and I was very slow, but I didn't know they paid you by piece if I did. Oh, right. I would have earned more than nine pounds after a week. And it would be much more exciting. Yes, it would. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been a race. (laughs) Yeah. See that there's always the possibility that the conveyor belt will start to go too fast and it'll be like I love Lucy and you gotta start stuffing them in your mouth. Anything could have happened. But it didn't. Yeah. Oh God. Why couldn't you talk though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. cruel. Yeah. Because want no joy in the room except for the chocolates. Because my uh, the the sort of factory manager slash overseer thought he was in a different era. I think, and he thought that talking yeah. would make us pack slower. I I I don't know. I was seventeen, and I just was like, okay, I'll follow the rules. This is a terrible job. I left after a couple of weeks. After a couple of weeks, mm. that is. Geez, I really liked money at the time. Yeah. <laughs> You got free chocolate, faster. perhaps, and you went on to win a BAFTA, so... Oh. <laughs> yeah. Stop it! <laughs> no, seriously, uh, <laughs> it's libelous. Stop it. <laughs> At the end of round one, our scores are as follows. UK's got two, US has one. We're going to take a little break. We'll be back with round two after this. All right, welcome back. Now, as we're recording this, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is about to kick off with shows from about 80% of our uh, our past British guests. Uh, Maggie May is going to be there. Yes. Uh, also, our writer, John Luke Roberts. For one month every year, artists from every performance discipline and from all over the world descend on a city made of half old buildings and half rain to dash their hopes of fame and fortune against the stony faces of these seven audience members they might get if they're lucky. Sounds like a great festival, so we are celebrating it with one of our favorite things here at International Waters, festival-themed pickup lines. (laughs) This is a game we're calling Hashtag Flirty Fringe. Give us your best arts festival-themed pickup lines, like, hey, let's make this a two-person show, or I'd like to get experimental with your immersive concept. (laughs) Get on Oh, uh, your mom. Buzz in whenever. <laughs> your mom. Uh-huh. Okay. Are you doing a free show? Because I want to put something in your collection bucket. <laughs> Ooh. Gross. <laughs> I know. Is that so gross. Is a I don't it know. A collection bucket. I don't know. It works for a boy or a girl, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A really your filthy favorite one. Favorite things. U.S. What you got? Uh, yeah. Hey, chicky baby. Let's get out of here and go to your Air TNA. Ooh, I like it. I like it. It's it's newcomers themed. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Great. Scott, you look like you're ready. Let's say we go back to my place and finger paint each other. Okay. <laughs> sure. Is that a thing that happens there? I don't know. But sure. That's one for the yeah, to students. Yeah. I love it. Paint each other. Oh, my God. Maggie, okay. you got more? Yeah. yeah look, you've got like a whole notebook full. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to use all of these yeah. right over there. Okay. <laughs> Uh, hey, Tenderoni, 
You want to earn some dual citizenship? <laughs> yes. I especially like the use of tenderoni. Yeah, I got it called a tenderoni once, uh-huh. and I'm not even mad. I, I want to get a second dog and call was, it tenderoni. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't really know what it is, but I like the way it sounds. <laughs> it's a, it's a, well, like tenderoni. Is that from uh, uh, PYT? That's where I hear it from. Yeah. That's yeah. And then from. later, Bobby Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'm hoping to meet somebody that'll, you know, just in case something pops off over here, uh-huh. I got citizenship over there yeah. as well. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Not that they're a, doing and that And that's the name of a dog food, too, I think, right? <laughs> Tenderoni. Tenderoni. Little tenderonis. Tenderonis. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, you got more? I do. I make, have, me, make me want to take you home. I think we would really make a good mixed media. <laughs> hey, hey, it's a thinker. Oh, nice. Scott, these are great. It's a thinker. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, I'm very, they're very sexy. Yeah? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> um, All right, calling it there at the end of that round, unless, unless. Oh, I, I, yeah, I got, I got like yeah. so many Are you more. Winding up. <laughs> I'll just do one more if you want. You said you'd done none. Uh, I, no, no, no. <laughs> I said I wrote a bunch of these. Um, I've got. Oh, there's one that's gross. No, I won't do that one. Hey, girl, is your show on soon? Because I'm coming right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh. Two points for that one. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Two points for that one. <laughs> All right. At the end of that round, the scores are: UK's got six. U.S. has four. We'll be right back with our next round after this. Are you sad and confused about world politics? Worried about the upcoming inevitable nuclear war? Or maybe a rat is living in your house? There's a rat living in my house. How do you get rid of a rat from a house? Why not immerse yourself in a completely fictional, imagined podcast for the beef and dairy industries? It works for me. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. Don't worry, it's funnier than it sounds. Find us at beefanddairynetwork.com or maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcast from. Oh, God, there's the rat. Oh, God. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes, with us playing for the U.S. of A., Scott Krinsky and Maggie May playing for the United Kingdom, Andrea Hubert and Simon Kane. It's time for a round we're calling Generation Gap, uh, according to uh, a different article on the web every 45 minutes. There's a heated culture war raging between groups of people born before and after some nebulously defined years in the late 70s or early 80s. So we here at International Waters want to try to mend fences and end the hostilities by providing a translation guide between the camps. So we're going to give you a list of Generation X references that you will need to translate to millennials using words that they would understand. So you might uh, translate yuppie as so done, bougie, and peanut wake, TBH, or the Goonies as Stranger Things, but good. Sorry, not sorry. I get it. Do you you get it? it? Do you understand? I like it. Okay, you get it. You get it. Good. Uh, First up, uh, Garbage Pail Kids. Fear-mongered. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. U.S. Collectible Garbage People. Collectible garbage people. Thank you. Vintage Scott? collectible garbage people. Oh, that's that's exactly right. Isn't that yeah. isn't that just what emojis are now? Uh, yeah, I guess it yeah. kind of is. They got their own movie, motherfuckers. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Fearmonger. Yeah. Everybody in One Direction who's not Harry Styles. Okay. Okay. We're gonna get emails. We're gonna get angry tweets. <laughs> We're gonna get death threats. We're gonna get bomb threats. You're not he, wrong. He's the Will You're Smith. not wrong. The rest speaking of them the truth. are DJ Jazzy Jeff. You're not wrong. Uh, grunge. Oh, God. Your mom. Mm-hmm. Mm, slightly dirty hipsters. Slightly dirtier hipsters. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. Un- unless we can steal, U.S. Fear-mongered. Mm-hmm. Um, when you can't even... 
but in a cute way. <laughs> oh, like wow. That. Yeah. <laughs> like that. See, that was good. Yes. That Point to the U.S. so good. Uh, last but not least, hammer time. Fairmongered. Yeah. When you really need to get your parents to bail you out of some financial problems. Yes. Yes. That's hammer time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like that. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, let's I need move some, on. I need some younger friends. <laughs> right? I, I, I need to be taught this new language. I know. I don't understand it. I work with mostly people who are in their late 20s. And everybody communicates in, like, uh, GIFs of Beyonce and Rue McClanahan. And I just don't understand it. Beyonce and the other two. I like it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, now it's time for a round we're calling Working Hard for the Money. It's our sound round. Labor Day is going to be uh, landing in the U.S. around the same time as this episode drops. Uh, we'll all be attending cookouts to celebrate the working class victories that are slowly being eroded by our pro-big business government. Put your think pieces on economic discomfort away, though, because we are doing a whole round <laughs> celebrating those who are working for the man every night and day. No need to buzz in on this round. The questions will be asked directly to you. Question number one is for Team U.S. All right. In 1968, Jamaican-born Desmond Decker released a song called The Israelites. It became uh, the first ever U.K. reggae number one. It reached number nine in the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, The repeated refrain of the song, Get up in the morning, slaving for bread, sir, so that every mouth can be fed. Uh, came to Decker when he uh, to Decker when he heard a couple arguing about money in the park. Let's take a listen to the song, not to the argument. That he heard. Slaving for bread, sir, so that every mouth can be fed. Oh, me Israelites, get up in the morning, slaving for bread, sir, so that every mouth can. Okay, so the question for you is, a parody of the Israelites ran in a U.K. commercial from 1987 to 1995. (laughs) What was it advertising? Was it A, margarine, B, washing up powder, or C, nylon tights? I'm going to say nylon tights. Yeah? Why is that? Let's go go who wants to be a millionaire. Because it it seems like the kind of song you'd play... When you want to take off your nylon tights. It's true. It's it kind of sexy. Kind of sexy. It is a little bit sexy. <laughs> no, it is super not about sex. Uh, so is that your final answer? Yeah. Nylon tights? Well, let's listen. Wake up in the morning, one thing is some breakfast. But my going to spread on my toes. <laughs> okay, so Team UK, you seem to know that one pretty well. What was pretty, that for? Pretty well. That's to, a... to my shame, that I am of the generation that knows Vitalite before I ever heard Israelites. Yeah, yeah. there's something really oh, no. grotesque about that. Uh, Desmond Decker, to me, is just a cartoon son wearing sunglasses who yeah. sang that in the advert. Spreading e- delicious <laughs> margarine on bread um, in a cartoon Was it even way. margarine? It was some kind of low-fat spread. Sunflower spread, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it was... It, well, margarine. Let's call it margarine. Yeah, yeah. Just for the sure. sake of sure. more margarine than tights. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now that must have been a, a tense recording session because, like, <laughs> if you if you if you're not paying attention, if you slip the tongue just a tiny bit, you're advocating spreading Israelites on your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be good. I mean, listen, man. As the only Jew here, I assume, or maybe not, oh, <laughs> I'm I cool with too. it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Delicious on toast. You love toast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Question number two is for you, Team UK. The darling of down-home blue-collar Americans is uh, Dolly Parton. She recorded this title track through the soundtrack of a 1980 comedy. Let's listen. 
just to watch him shatter. You're just a step on the boss man's ladder, but you got dreams he'll never take away. You're in the same boat with a lot of your friends, waiting for the day your ship will come in and the tide's gonna turn and it's all gonna roll your way. Okay, all right. That's enough. We've heard that song. It's 9 to 5. <laughs> yeah. From the movie 9 to 5, right. starring uh, Dolly Parton herself. I kind of want to tell them what just happened. James Fox. <laughs> what, what did just happen? Well, I wrote down, I wrote down, I don't know, meaning I don't know who recorded the other version. And he rolled his eyes at me <laughs> and went 9 to 5 on a bit of paper. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but Wait, yeah. so we'll what see. other version? Wait, what? Yeah, I don't know what the question is. I'm, I'm, I'm not, yeah. I yeah. haven't asked a question. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I'm so ahead of myself. Oh, Please goodness. continue. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Gee, I'm rolling my eyes at you. Thank God you can't see me. <laughs> yeah, Team UK. Okay, okay. so you. you may know Scottish singer Sheena Easton released her own song called 9 to 5 in the UK just months before the Dolly Parton movie and song were released over here. So because of that, Sheena Easton's song had to be renamed for its American release. Can you tell me the new title of Sheena Easton's 9 to 5. Is, is that the one my baby gets the morning train? And she works on 9 to 5 and 9 to 5. I can't remember. I mean, I, again, I'm, I'm kn- going to pretend that I know that one. Yeah, I think that's the one. Let's, let's say like, that Yeah, one. I don't know what it's called. What was it called? Oh, God, but like, oh, man. Like Vitalite, I mainly know that song from a Not the 9 o'clock news parody, so I don't know what... It's, I don't know, My Baby... Is that a good oh, thing for yeah, that yeah. song? My, 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 my oh. Baby Gets. My Baby Gets The... My, oh god damn baby, it you're no. so close tra- my baby gets the train no, <laughs> the train no song. i can't give it to you the no. baby song. Team US, train song. You know this, the course. train song team us what do you think I, morning uh, train morning train I, um, uh, morning train yes that uh, actually went on to number one on the uh the uh, hot 100 here in the united states finished out the year in the states in 12th place even better than the uk where my mom had 22. that blasting throughout the house when what i was a kid great song let's <laughs> listen to it right now Put us in a good mood. Oh, Sheena. How does That's the day end in that? Because in the parody I remember, he strangles her. But I don't actually know what? how the song ends. What, the, what are you talking about, Simon Kane? It's, 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 it's a sketch show called Not on Atlantic Cock News, and Rowan Atkinson was on it, and... Um, Oh, who is it? Pamela. Oh, God. Whoever was the woman allowed to be in that show who was incredibly talented. And it's like, she sings that song basically, and then he comes back and it ends with, and then he strangles me. And I know that that's not (laughs) the end of the song, but I don't know how that day actually ends. Look, I don't work from nine to bloody five. I didn't today, anyway. No, I spent all day with a whore. You guys get dark. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. I'm, so, uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was thinking that sounds like a great song. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna veto that. Uh, Team US. <laughs> question number three is for you. A quick lesson in the factors leading to the liberal welfare reforms of <clears throat> 1900s Britain. Uh, so pay attention. In 1842, uh, a British government commission was set up to examine the conditions of women and children working in the coal mines. 
Uh, the testimony of a 17-year-old by the name of Patience Kershaw was adapted into a folk song by Frank Higgins and recorded by the Unthanks in this 2009 version. It sounds like a lot of fun. Let's take a listen. My hands untied, and so my hair gets worn away. You see this baldy patch I've got. It shames me like I just can't see. Really terrifying and sad. Just because they added some strings doesn't make the song happy. <laughs> no, it doesn't at all. <laughs> it's a nice ruse. <laughs> it worked for Psycho. It sounds like uh, Natalie Merchant. It does, singing. yeah. But like, <laughs> but like Natalie Merchant with a tough life. It's real. You know what I mean? Sixteen-year-old Natalie. Yeah. Merchant. <laughs> Natalie Merchant was something real to <laughs> complain about. Uh, okay, so the question is this: Would you say the repeal of the British Corn Laws in 1846 sped up or slowed down the development of the welfare state? Guys, this is so easy. <laughs> I'm joking. The question actually is, listening to the accents of the people who were just singing, what region of Britain are the unthanks from? This is a tough question. This is a nearly impossible question. Is this what Yeah, you're assuming I know the regions of Britain. I, I know. I don't either. <laughs> are they Welsh? I've been doing the show for years, and I don't. Uh, they are from the northeast of England. That's close <laughs> enough. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, sure, we'll take it. <laughs> They're from Time and Where. Uh, other me. famous pop stars from the Northeast include Sting. Uh, yeah. But you knew that. Team UK, Sorry. is uh, is that close enough for you? Because well, it is I for f- me. Did, yeah. did she not say Wales? Yeah, she did. Uh, and, and, and that's close enough to the Northeast you guys. <laughs> yes. No, Wales. yes. No, okay. They're okay. Sure. right I next mean, to each other, and quiz. you know it. We, we didn't yeah. get morning train, but sure. Wales yeah, is Yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah. Hey, I'm it's from Texas. Small... You guys are all real close. <laughs> small country. Everything's yeah. close. That's exactly right. That's fair. exactly right. That, that whole nice. area is the size of the city I'm from, so yeah. I was close. <laughs> You're very okay, close. We're giving it to you guys. We're cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, question number four is for you, Team UK. And if you don't get this right, then I'm just, I'm leaving. Okay. Uh, this, oh, is, this is as close to a gimme as oh. has ever been on this show. Oh, okay. wow. Build it up more, please. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't get this, I'm truly going to be very disappointed with you. Um, I'm going to stop being an angle file. I'm, I'm canceling my, uh, my subscription to Coronation Street on BritBox if you guys don't get this. Okay. Pop rock group The Bangles had a big hit with this 1986 tune about a young woman struggling to start off her work week. Let's take a listen. Okay, all right. We know that song. I'm going to listen to it in full on the drive back. The question is not what it's called. Okay, good. Uh, That is obviously Manic Monday. Of course. That was off the Bengals' Different Light album, which also gave us Walk Like an Egyptian, and a song that if it were released today would come pre-packed with a think piece about cultural appropriation. But Manic Monday was given to the Bengals midway through recording the album Different Light. Uh, What artist wrote that song under the pseudonym Christopher? Oh, we know this. He says we very generously, but go well, ahead. We were, oh, God, is it? It's Prince, isn't it? Yes, of course it's Prince. Yay! Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. I get to continue being an Anglophile. Uh, he had actually written that song for Apollonia 6, but then Apollonia 6 broke up, and he gave it to the Bengals instead. Never heard yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no idea what the rest of that meant, but yeah, Prince. Oh, really? Got it. Yay. Oh, I mean, you saw, you saw Purple Rain, right? Sure. No, okay, I didn't. So, I've only seen Under the Cherry Moon, which is hilarious. Wait. 
It makes oh, it's so weird, isn't it? It's great. Stephen Burke. It's so I'm, great. That's Griskin Doc Thomas's first film, isn't it? I know. Yes, it is. And, you know, I, I, you want Prince in black and white, yeah. right? Yeah. You want him in, in sensible suits and in black and white and dying at the end. I've that's, seen that's more clearly sensible what we all want suits. <laughs> he always had, like, split crotch everything, but yeah. Of course. All right, at the end of that round, the scores are these. Scott Krinsky and Maggie May for the U.S. have 10. Andrea Hubert Simon Kane for the U.K. have 9. Woo! Thank you for being here, guys. (laughs) We'll be right back with our final round after this. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours. Back, y'all. And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super hard. I want you to know it's been as useless as the checks and balances of the American Republic against a malevolent president because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. Uh, This round is a favorite of ours that we are dusting off from a semi-retirement. It's called erotic fan fiction. Love it. There's nothing. I mean, just already I'm into it. There's nothing the Internet loves more than inspiring inappropriate gender nonspecific boners by pairing up characters that in all senses of taste and decency would dictate should not be paired up. Age gaps. Stated sexual preferences, even family relation, does not stop the hordes of thirsty fans typing away on their keyboards at any given moment. Today we're asking you to join those fans by giving you a pairing of characters and asking you to have them make the beasts of as many backs as you care to give them. Team U.S., you're just a tiny bit ahead, and it generally takes the Brits a little bit longer to get sexy, so we're going to have you go first. Uh, This summer has been slightly lighter on reboots and remakes than most years, but we did kick it off with the live-action remake of Beauty and the Beast, tale as old as time. Uh, But rather than make you go down the darkest timeline by describing actual coitus between beauty and the beast, gross, I want you to give me the sexiest scenes you can imagine between the sentient household goods that inhabit the beast's castle. You got Lumiere the candlestick. He's French. Uh, You got Mrs. Potts the teapot. I think she's got a crack. Um, You got some (laughs) sort of French-made type feather duster. Uh, I don't... uh, I really don't know what else. So you could just make up any household item and put a libido on it and I'd, you'd have me fooled. You got two minutes starting now. So uh, Mrs. Potts uh, took off her little teapot top mm-hmm. and let the steam just flow through her. Sexy. <laughs> oh, look. <laughs> Here comes Pierre to fork her. Ooh, Pierre's a fork, huh? And he brought his friend a spoon mm, big one, to little one. just stir just to stir her innards <laughs> real good. Just stir that whole thing up. And once they've finished, <laughs> tip her over and pour her out all over the rug. Because he Scott, likes being where, dirty. Where does well, it go the, from here? The can- there was a candlestick, right? Sure. Well, that candlestick had melted a little bit Ooh. and had fallen over. Uh-huh. And along came... Sergio, the feather duster, mm. and he just started dusting that candlestick. <laughs> she, she, I, I could make this gay porn, and that Sergio, the feather duster, just started dusting that candlestick, and it grew, and it grew, and then they got Madam Teapot over there, mm-hmm. and they all just had like a little three-way, sure, right there. 
in the sink, <laughs> the teapot, the feather duster. That's where all the dirty the, dishes go, the right? The candle that has magically grown to a big stick. Uh-huh. And it just got, it got really heated. Sure. And then the candle lit up. Nice. And it just blew. <laughs> and everybody went to sleep. As candles will do. <laughs> all right. And then that little cup showed up late. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't bring Chip thing. into it. Don't bring yeah. Chip. Yeah, his mom. His mom is in this. Is in this pile. I, I don't think I, I. I can live with him seeing it. You got some time left if you want it. Ten seconds. Oh, and uh, then uh, they had some scissors. And they <laughs> scissors each other. Well, the cup. The cup came by late, but then he took care of himself. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Well, he's a young yes. boy. He's a growing boy. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Woo. You say that, that got takes, me hot. Yeah, you and say it bothered. takes us to ages to get warmed up, but we are both. I'm spent. Really into that. Yeah, really into it. Like we are sipping our cups of tea. Like as soon as so you said hard. sink, I just yeah, that was yeah. A, I don't know how the rug got into the sink, but it doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter at all. It's a hot, wet rug. He had a will. Aladdin crossover with the rug as well. Yeah, just yeah, coming into it. it as well. Yeah, yeah. that's some hot fly. Disney shit right there. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, and I can't believe you've been sitting on stirring your innards as a, as a <laughs> euphemism for sex. But how did that not make its way into your uh, your pickup lines? That's some hot shit right there. We we have written that down. I don't know why yeah. we're going to use that Sorry. later. That, yeah, I feel like it was stolen, but that's okay, guys. No problem. Have it. <laughs> Everybody's got a lot of notes to go home with. Uh, a lot of action steps. Uh, Team UK, all right. I hope you've uh, had time to to bury all those demons because it's your turn. Uh, this has been another summer of spies and superheroes, and so that is why for your slash fiction today, I'm going to ask you to give me the steamiest sesh you can imagine featuring the Avengers. But you're, you're well aware uh, our American listeners are probably not. The Avengers uh, also refers to a 60s spy series centered around bowler-hatted Brit John Steed and an ever-changing cast of tough women in cat suits with names like Emma Peel, Venus Smith, Tara King. Uh, today, I'm asking you to imagine a world where the superhero Avengers and the spy Avengers meet up <laughs> and solve the world problems by the only method they know how, by fucking. You got your, your Thor, your Iron Man, your Black Widow, your Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Um, you can probably make up some other superheroes. I won't know any better. <laughs> uh, you have two minutes, and your time starts now. Okay. So. <laughs> Picture the scene. <laughs> the Scarlet Witch Scarlet. is getting redder and redder <laughs> and ever more red. Surrounding herself with a red mist. And then in come. Who is this? Why? It's only Scarlet Witch. Right. Black Widow's a different one, right? Who dresses exactly like Emma Peel. Uh, and so these two pretty much identical leather-clad women come in. See the Scarlet Witch is getting redder and redder. See Vision is getting redder and redder. He's the floaty computer. Sure, sure. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm hot just thinking about it. Um, and, <laughs> and sitting in the middle, cowering, is Bruce Banner. Trying to keep it all in. Naked and chained to the sofa. Naked and chained to the sofa with his massive broken trousers. (laughs) (laughs) Emma Peel says to the Scarlet Witch, You're red. (laughs) That's the line from a porno, isn't it? You're (laughs) red. I'm redder. Emma Peel. Emma Peel. Bear in mind, I've seen neither show. Emma Peel. 
You're doing really well. Oh, thank you, buddy. That's so sweet. <laughs> Emma Peel walks up to the Scarlet Witch and rips her wig off. <laughs> with, They're all wearing with wigs. Furious, all with furious <laughs> abandon. Emma Peel says, take me now. The Scarlet Witch says, I'm busy. Sorry. <laughs> Emma Peel says... <laughs> some reason to this porno it's kind of wish she isn't really into any of this yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah and then uh, she says hey shave my head and they try and Bruce Banner excited so we're all we're all red How about they all a shave green? each other's heads <laughs> they shave each other's heads that's that what happens, erotic because that happens in porn yeah in, um, in Britain and um, then all the yeah all the hovering guys come in Iron Man he hovers oh yeah over. they float around Thor, like so sexy floating. yeah yeah they're all hovering towards it. They're all basically hey. trying to get Bruce Banner off and turn him into you, a Hulk. But he keeps crying. you got five seconds. Where's my he mic? He keeps Hulk? crying, making it even sexier. <laughs> um, eventually, they explode as one. As one. Everyone comes. <laughs> and Steed's and holding a, up his right, umbrella. And a red mist descends off. upon them. Yeah. Uh, the end? The time is up. And you know what? Everyone Comes sounds like a really <laughs> progressive children's book. Uh, it doesn't mean to the way birthday sexier party. than I thought it's it was going to be. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be a bunch of handshaking. Sure. Oh, you're very sure. kind to no, say was, so. No, we shave our heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of a lot pants of breaking. Role playing. There is a role so playing. much hair on this floor at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I really, but, I've never seen you the show, but I have written a lot of erotic fiction, so... Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, no, that shows. That was really the strongest. Uh, but the the story told completely in the past tense uh, <laughs> about the uh, the household items in Beauty and the Beast Castle kind of got my rug a little bit wetter. So, Team US, <laughs> you are the greatest country in the world for the next yeah! couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Uh, you oh, so did you, it. You don't need to now, make it great again then, no, I guess. Yeah. It's already done. The past well is done, guys. Sexy. Yeah, we did. We made it great again. Donald Trump can go home and sit down. <laughs> Uh, now, before we finish, do you guys have anything you want to plug and then to offset the ego karma, something someone else did that you like that you want to let all of our listeners know about Scott Krinsky? We'll start with you. Yeah, I've got a really cool movie coming out. I think it's going to come out in the UK, too, eventually. Uh, August 18th called Dave Made a Maze. Mm. And it it's all about... takes place in a maze. Yeah? Made by Dave? Made by Dave. <laughs> Great. And we got to go in and rescue him. Okay. Because he gets lost in his maze. Sure. All right. I'm sold. Uh, how about something someone else did? I'm watching that show Ozark right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is it good? Really good. Okay. All right. You're the 10th person to tell me that. Ozark. I'm in. <laughs> Maggie. I'm going to be at the High Plains Comedy Festival in Denver. Um, I, it starts August 24th. I think it's 24th through the 26th through the 27th. Uh-huh. So I'm really excited about that. Good. Um and something that someone else made. Um, I just got this comic book called The Wicked and the Divine. Uh-huh. And it's, Amazing. I just started it, but it's really fun. It's like, uh, the concept is if all of the gods somehow uh, self-destructed every 90 years and then came back as pop stars. Yeah. <laughs> so you see all of the different gods in, you know, in all of the different uh, mythologies come oh. back as different pop stars. Ooh. Yeah. And that's called what? Uh, the Wicked and the Divine. The Wicked and the Divine. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, Andrea, how about you? Um, I, I'm working on projects I can't talk about, so I'll just plug myself as a great stand-up and a great guy. Um, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> great. Um, I would like to plug, um, at the Edinburgh Festival, my friend Garrett Millerick's show, Title 
is one that he knows and I don't. And uh, <laughs> time and venue, TBC, for me personally. But Garrett <laughs> so Miller... So just ask around. No, no, he's, he's a great stand-up. And I said to him today, oh, I'm going to be able to plug this thing today. And I really want to tell you. He's like, great. I was like, can I have all the, uh, the details? And he said, sure. And that was the end of the conversation. So Garrett Millerick at, at the Pleasance, I believe. So go okay. see him when you're there. All right. Simon Kane. Hi. Um, I, I guess I can plug my web presence. I'm on Twitter. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. I have a blog um, called Unattended Articles. Um, I'm not in anything at the moment. Well, no, that's not true. I mean, actually, you can hear John Finnamore's souvenir program on iPlayer. I think even if you're outside Britain, you can still go on the, the, the radio because it's a radio show. You can hear that. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Um, and uh, I've, I, I know quite a few people doing really, really good things up in Edinburgh. I'll plug uh, London Hughes Superstar. Uh, London Hughes is fantastic. This yes, is her first is. Uh-huh. solo show. She, um, uh, she was in a thing I wrote in January, and she, she was meeting her was fantastic because suddenly everything I wrote became real and exciting. Um, and at the Assembly Rooms, my friend Jamie Wood is doing a show called I Am a Tree, which is hilarious and beautiful, and two mates called The Establishment are doing Eat and Mess. I recommend that. Uh, mates, and then I'm just reading Norman Hunter's Dribbles and Teapots from the 1930s, which I read as a kid, and I forgot that it's influenced everything I've ever written or made. And it's so, yeah, I recommend Norman Hunter. He's more famous for Professor Brainstorm, but these stories are great as well. I just, I just, real quick, I just, real quick, remembered something I'm in. Can I say it? Yeah, of course. Oh, great. Okay, because I wasn't. Okay, it's a show on Viceland TV called Bobby and Harriet Get Married, and I will be in episode three. Um, And I watched episode one today, uh, and it is bloody brilliant and i love it what? it's uh, it's about these great. two stand-ups getting married they've done a reality kind of a, a sort of a, a weird reality show about it it's really funny and cute and uh episode three i will be in it right on viceland very good place to be right now mm. <laughs> i love it congratulations all right scott krinsky maggie may andrea hubert simon kane thank you for playing international waters you there with the headphones we love you thank you for listening we'll see you next time on international waters goodbye You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing for Scott Krinsky, Maggie May, Andrea Hubert, and Simon Kane. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. If you have not already left us a review on Apple Podcasts, please do it now. It helps us get the word out to new listeners, unless you didn't like the show. Uh, in which case, shut up. Uh, the show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas, Jennifer Marmer, and Laura Swisher. And we're all coming home with you for Christmas. Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.